G'day legends and welcome to Monday Mentoring. My name's Barry and I'm the creative director here at Cricket Mentoring. You might have seen recently that in our Cricket Mentoring community, Skulls has been going live, answering real questions from real players in our community. From players like you, that might have a burning question that Skulls can answer. Well, we've decided to give you an inside look and gain access inside our community. Every Monday from now on, we're going to be posting a Monday Mentoring podcast. What this is, is it's one question from the question and answer where Skulls is answering a hot topic. Every Monday, the question will be different. You'll get to hear one question from the community with Skulls' full answer. Keep in mind that these question and answers normally run for over an hour. So for questions like this and many great other ones, make sure to join our Cricket Mentoring community to gain access to these full live Q&As and take part yourself if you have a question you need answered. With access to professional players like Josh Phillippe, Sean Marsh, Nicole Bolton, Jordan Silk and many others to come. Join our amazing online community now. There's a seven-day free trial when you sign up, and we hope to see you in there, Legends. Now I'll pass you over to Skulls. Hey, Skulls, how do you decide whether a trigger movement is the right thing for you or not? On Sundays, I seem to be playing well when I move back and across, but on others, I play better just um, staying still until the ball is released. Thanks. This is a really interesting one because... Trigger movements are so, like, individualised. Like, some people do it, some people don't. Some of the best players have done it and had a lot of success. Some people like to stand still. I think as you get higher up the levels and you start to face faster bowlers consistently, you'll see that most players have some sort of trigger movement, whether it's a back and across or a double press, back and across and then forward. Most players do something. For me personally, I've never really triggered with my feet. Most of my career I've sort of tapped, 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 and as the ball is about to let go of the ball, I'll do another tap for some rhythm. And that's my trigger is that late tap. Kumar Sangakara was similar, but I think he might have had like a tap and a back and across, or he probably changed it throughout his career, but he did tap quite late. Most players don't tap super late, but you watch Coley, he's up, or Smith, he's up, wobbling his back and then they do a back and across. This year, this year, probably my last year of cricket or one of my last years of cricket, I'm, I've decided that as the ball is running in, it's, it's just a subconscious thing. It's not something I'm saying I want to trigger. I've just been recently just been doing a back and across, and I feel like that's giving me a bit more time. I feel like it's getting me in a good position, and I feel quite set here. Some days I'm probably a little bit more off balance when my head goes too far than others when my head's still. But I feel like it's working. It's what I'm wanting to do. It's what my body sort of wants to do. So, Pranav, I would say you want to be consistent. However, you're going to feel different on every day. And Buck, um, my good mate Buck, always talks about tinkering and finding ways to just make it work and get a little bit better. And I, I personally don't think it's a terrible thing if some days you trigger and some days you don't as long as you know where your off stump is and you're then making good decisions. And then the key is to always, always is, whether you trigger or not, is to be still at release. If you're moving at release, whether you don't trigger and you just fall over or you trigger and you keep moving, then you're going to get in trouble. So I would say try and have a blueprint. Try and have something. Okay, I'm going to stand still. I'm just going to stand still. That's what my goal and my blueprint is. But some days you'll feel that you'll play better or get in better positions when you do trigger. So completely up to you. Um, I think the best players are consistent in what they do. Um, but, like, you watch Steve Smith. Some days Steve Smith will do a, 
a sort of a smaller trigger back and across. Some days Steve Smith will, will just trigger here and he'll wobble his bat. Other days he might trigger here, trigger here and wobble his bat. Some days he triggers with both feet. Some days he triggers and leaves his left foot there and then plays. So he's just obviously formulating a game plan for the bowler, but a lot of the time it would be him just working out what's going to work on that day, how he feels and what's working. So Pranav, hope that helps. No set hard and fast answer on trigger movements. Everyone's unique. The key is to be still at release. That's the most important thing. So, yeah, hope that helps, mate. That's it for today. I really hope you're enjoying these fascinating stories from amazing people that we're sharing with you guys. If you are enjoying this podcast, I'd love it if you could please take 60 to 90 seconds to leave a review as it helps us move up the rankings and get heard by more people. Thanks a lot for listening. Now it's time for you to go out and get it done, legends. Shop we.